Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.
Happy New Year indeed, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the final show of 2020. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. With me, as always, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, Happy New Year indeed, and it is a bittersweet New Year. Yeah, it sure is. 1-605-562-0444-131044. Pound, you can join us right now. We are expecting the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the Soul Man, Justin Lillard, the Slime, and the King of Clubs, Smith, Patel, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw, the JML Experience, Big IQ, Jeff Tears, King of the Real Smith, the Black Woman, Sheldon Dodds, the Empress, Amory Rickenbach, and of course, uh, a bunch of other people as well. And we have got so much to tell you, we don't even know where to begin, ladies and gentlemen. But we thank you for joining us here, and we hope you all had a wonderful Christmas, and hopefully we'll indeed have a happy New Year after what has been a crazy 2020 campaign. That was ABBA, of course, with Anita, Bjorn, and Benny singing from 1979 into 1980 with Happy New Year leading us here this afternoon on Raw Radio. As you well know, ladies and gentlemen, how we have had a lot of tragedy and heartache in 2020, how we're losing a lot of big names from Regis Filmer to Alex Trebek, of course, to other big names like Kobe Bryant, however, to Buck Henry, the actor, director, however, and to many others. Saturday night, however, we lost a very heartbreaking, tragic wrestler, and John will talk more about it tonight on John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated at 11 p.m., and will also give you his final Raw report of 2020 on Facebook.com. Be sure to check that out just after 11 p.m., as he will have a bunch of people on his show, including Anthony Chobot, of course, and others, including, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Stoffelis and others, however. But that being said, of course, I heard the news myself, and I was in shock when I first heard the news, however, myself, even, however, the other night, however, if you will, and I did not want to believe it. John Huber, better known to you all as Mr. Brody Lee, ladies and gentlemen, in the Exalted Dark Order, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, of AEW, All Elite Wrestling, and who was a member of the Wyatt family uh, for many years, ladies and gentlemen, however, for several years in the WWE, Suddenly and tragically passed away, however, at the age of 41, just three weeks after turning 41, leaving a wife and two kids, however, this past holiday, Christmas weekend. Uber will be honored, I'm sure, tonight with a 10-bell salute, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, at the start of Raw, and I'm sure also this Wednesday on the final show of AEW. But, John, when we heard the news, however, Saturday night, however, and I do want to thank my good friend in Ohio, now living in Georgia, however, Tim Randall's giving the scoop, however, I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to even think it was possible. But yet again, however, we saw what happened, however, and that was this very heartbreaking story, however, as we uh, say goodbye to a wrestler who uh, many people looked up to, however, as a mentor, a teacher, a father, a brother, an instructor, and just all around a good family man, however. And all of a sudden, however, he's gone from our lives at the age of 41. As we start Raw Radio today, I will ask you your thoughts, however, about the memories of Luke Harper, John Uber, the father, the husband, the brother, the teacher, the mentor, and most of all, 
a friend to all of us here at Raw Radio. Indeed. And it just, again, folks, it comes as a shock, because like I said, I did not think I would believe it when I heard the news. But John will talk more about that here and now, just a little bit. Also, some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen. John, we saw your boys yesterday, of course, lose a tough one to Chad's boys. But the story there, however, is not what happened in the game, what happened after the game. Dwayne Haskins, as you know, the quarterback of the Redskins the last two years, however, who was stripped of his captaincy and basically lectured by his coach, Ron Rivera, former Carolina head coach, if you will, however, was told, however, that he would be punished. Well, he was punished, all right. The Redskins this afternoon have given him his release, and he is no longer a member of the Washington football team, who now are fighting for their playoff lives, however, against the Philadelphia Eagles, however, who basically saw their season come go kaput after what happened yesterday in Dallas. And now it's going to be neck and neck between Washington and Dallas to see who wins the AFC East division. But we'll talk more about football here in just a few moments. But right now, we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John. But before we do, we want to remind you, this Thursday night, New Year's Eve, folks, we'll have a very special edition of Wolfpack. And on Friday night, our first show of 2021 of Revolution, we'll be discussed as well as the SmackDown recap. Be sure to check that out at 9 p.m., 138521-POUND on Thursday and 138055-POUND on uh, Friday night show as well as tomorrow night. Where we'll be talking about our final Raw of the year. And also, ladies and gentlemen, some of our thoughts and memories, however, of 2020, that were good and bad, however, but also we'll look ahead to 2021, because next week, folks, we start off 2021 with a big bang with Old School Raw, and believe you me, we're going to have a lot to talk about with the gang here as we start our countdown into the Royal Rumble. But right now, we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John, and when we come back, folks, we'll talk a little bit more about the memory of John Huber. We'll also discuss about the NFL players, that things start to shake up, and with bowl season... Uh, kicking into high gear this week, especially the big Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl. Who do we like? Plus, we'll give you our Monday Night Football score, however, for the final show of the year, ladies and gentlemen, of the 2020 campaign, and look ahead to the postseason, that is 2021. So let's turn it now over to John, as he has our birthdays and dates, however, with that in mind. All right. 16 years ago today, gorgeous George died of a heart attack. He had suffered two days prior in Hollywood, California. At the age of 48. Yes. 37 years ago today in New York City, the Iron Sheik defeated Bob Backlund via manager stoppage to win the WWE Championship. Yes, 25,000. threw in the towel while Bob was trapped in the camel clutch hold. Yes, he had been beaten up two weeks before on championship wrestling, of course, in Allentown, and not many people thought he was going to be 100%. That ended the six-year reign of uh, Bob Backlund, of course, and we would see Backlund out for a few weeks. And then bring back an old familiar foe and new opponent for the Iron Sheik the following month, which we'll talk about, of course, next month, ladies and gentlemen, and you know who we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) 30... 32 years ago today, WCW presents Starcade 88 from the Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. Yes, this was the first... Rick Steiner defeated Mike Rotondo to win the NWA World Television Championship. Uh, yes. 16 years ago today, Reginald Reggie White died at the age of 43 for an irregular heartbeat and was also a part of the uh, WrestleMania 11 show with Lawrence Taylor against Bam Bam Bigelow and at Slamboree 1997. 
And speaking of football players, folks, we want to express our deep felt, heartfelt condolences last week to former Pittsburgh Steelers and Los Angeles Ram Kevin Green. As we were clapping up, excuse me, wrapping up Raw Radio last Monday afternoon, however, we heard the shocking news, however, as we were coming off the air about Kevin Green passing it away at the age of 56. Our thoughts and prayers are with Green's friends and family and former teammates from Los Angeles and Pittsburgh, as well as Carolina and Green Bay. Green, of course, also wrestled in WCW and was a close friend of Reggie's, if you will. There has been no report on what caused his passing, but again, our thoughts and prayers are with Green's friends and family after we heard this shocking news last Monday, prior to last Monday night's football game. Yeah. Okay, 11 years ago today, WWE signed Darren Snuka and Jorge Arias. One of them's gone with the company, seeing Carl is, but Tamina, she's still there, unfortunately. Yep. You got any wrestling birthdays? I do. Happy birthday, of course, to Dennis Knight, the artist known as Tex Schlesinger, Phineas Godwin, and Nicky Midian. Happy 73rd birthday. And made his return at Survivor Series with The Undertaker. That's right. Happy 73rd birthday to former Red Sox and White Sox superstar Carlton Fisk, who batted 269 fans with 376 home runs, 2356 home run hits, and 1330 runs batted in. Was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2000 on 80% of the ballot. Gold Glove Award winner, rookie of the year in 72, an 11-time All-Star. However, he played 72 through 74, 76 through 78, 80 through 82, 85 and 91. He also hit the Game 6 winning home run, however, in 1975 in the 14th inning, however, of that World Series. The Red Sox would win the next night, however, denying the Red Sox the championship. He is also a three-time Silver Slug Award winner, 81, 85, and 88. A member of the Red Sox Hall of Fame and his jersey by the Red Sox is retired number 27, as well as his number 72, born in Bell's. Falls, Vermont. Uh, he, of course, has number 72 jersey retired. Also, happy birthday goes out to Ozzie Smith, the former San Diego Padre and St. Louis Cardinal, born in Mobile, Alabama, of course. Played 18 years in the Bigs, playing 262 with 2460 as far as hits go, 28 home runs, 793 runs batted in, 580 stolen bases, inducted into the first bout, 92% of the bout in 2002. He is a member of the Cardinals Hall of Fame, however, and his number one jersey is retired. Silver Slug Award winner in 87 and Roberto Clemente winner in 1995, of course. He had uh, played, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the MVP 1985 that saw the Cardinals win the World Series. How, uh, if, excuse me, lose the World Series, but did win the National League Championship Series MVP in '85. Uh, 80 through 92, however, he was a 13-time Gold Glove Award winner, All-Star 81 through 92, 94 through 96, a World Champion 82. There, I got it right there this time. After being traded from the Padres to the Cardinals, if you will, and in 87, of course, won the Silver Slug Award winner. So happy birthday to him on today's day. He turned 66, ladies and gentlemen, does the Wizard of Oz. Let's go to uh, Sunday, because we have quite a bit on Sunday. All right. 37 years ago today, and I'm wrestling at the Chase Taven in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, and before we get to that, however, we want to welcome in now the man from the Hoosier State, ladies and gentlemen, the man who has a horseshoe, ladies and gentlemen, and ready to ride it, however, ladies and gentlemen, the man with the golden pipes, if you will, Mr. Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, welcome to 274 on our final show of 2020. We are glad you are on with us. John is just going over the birthdays and dates right now, so sit back, and we'll get back to you in just a few minutes. Um, Please continue. All right. Hulk Hogan returned to the WWE with a win over Bill Dixon. Yes. Hogan left the WWE in 1980 after he decided against the wishes of then-WWE owner Vincent J. McMahon to film a small role in Rocky Three. Yes, that's right. 
33 years ago, in Las Vegas. Can you go to AWA? Yeah, he just left the AWA earlier in the year. Yes, he's <laughs> returning to WWE. That's correct, Justin. Yes. All right, Sorry, speaking of AWA, 33 years ago today in Las Vegas, Nevada, Greg Gagne defeated Adrian Adonis in a tournament final to become the first AWA international television champion. On the same show, awesome. Medusa defeated... Candy Devine to win the AWA World Women's Championship when Sherry Martell, previous champion, left for the WWE. Yes. I think this was also yeah. when the Rockers won the titles, too, against the Playboy Buddy Rose and Doug Summers that same night, if I remember the showboat. Yep. I believe. All right. 33 years ago today in Tokyo, Antonio Inoki defeated Ricky Chosho via disqualification. But... Vader would make his debut and would defeat Antonio Noki in under three minutes. Yes. The pro Noki crowd was immediately whipped into a frenzy and a riot ensued. As a result, NJPW was banned from running events in Sumu Hall until February of 1989. And speaking of 1989, we're getting into that right now. 31 years ago today, Hulk Hogan teamed up with Bruce the Barber Briefcake, defeating Macho King, Randy Savage, and Zeus in a steel cage match at No Old Bard, the movie, the match, on pay-per-view. Yes, and of course, speaking of Zeus, we lost Tom Tiny Lister Jr., better known to as Debo, from the Friday series a few weeks back. And again, our thoughts and prayers are with Tom Tiny Lister's family and friends as well. 27 years ago today, WCW presents Starcade 93, the 10th anniversary from the Independence Arena in Charlotte, North Kakalaki. Yes. Steve Austin defeated Dustin Rhodes 2-0 to win the WCW United States title, and Ric Flair defeated Big Van Vayner to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. Had Flair lost, he would have been forced to retire. Yes. 26 years ago today, WCW presents Dark A94 from the Nashville Monocopole Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Vader won the WCW United States title over Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hmm. Yeah. And also, 20... 25 years ago today, WCW presents Starcade from the Nashville Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, again, as Ric Flair defeated Randy Savage to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. This was, uh, and another Starcade moment, 20, like, this was 21, year, 22 years ago today, WCW presents Starcade from the MCI Center in Washington, D.C. As Kevin Nash ended Goldberg's streak by winning the WCW World Heavyweight title. Ending Goldberg's undefeated run in WCW at just over 15 months and won 73 matches. Yes. And speaking of that 1995 show, I think that was the WCW New Japan show. And, of course, that 98 show, of course, was also right. near your neck of the woods, John. However, of course, the brand-new Verizon MCI sandwich had just opened up a few weeks before, I remember. 
And now it's turned into the Capital One Arena. Yes. Yep. Fifteen years ago today, a SmackDown taping in Uncasville, Connecticut, Eminem defeated Batista and Rey Mysterio to win the tag team titles. And it's the third time the duo won the tag titles in 2005. But they did have some help from Mark Henry. <laughs> yes, that's right. Happy 33rd birthday for Andy Levine. Happy 40th birthday to Cesaro. Today yep. would have been the 48. Today would have been the 51st birthday for Joe Marine Lawler, known to wrestling fans as China. Yes. But happy 54th birthday to former WCW World Champion and the man we talked about earlier. Bill Goldberg. Yep. Also, happy happy 57th birthday to former WWE Tag Team Champion and former Brawl for All winner in 1998, Bart Gunn. Yep. And Zelina Vega also turned 30. Oh, oh, um, about, about, um, about, um, Bart Gunn. Mark Gunn, yes. um, um, John and um, JD. Yes. WWE up back then. Yes. I do have a couple other birthdays too, John. Happy 73rd birthday to the Masked Superstar Demolition Ma- at member Axe, Bill Eady. Happy 54th birthday, what would have been to the wall, Sherry Toit, ladies and gentlemen. Happy 37th birthday to Cole Hamels. Former Philadelphia Phillies superstar played for the Rangers and Lake Braves and Cubs. He is a four-time All-Star 2007, 11, 12, and 16. World Champion in 08, World Series MVP and NCL, NLCS MVP. Born in San Diego, the lefty, of course, is 37 today. He pitched a no-hitter in July of 2015 and pitched a combined no-hitter in July of 2014. Also, believe it or not, 67 years ago, the Lions edged the Browns in the championship game at Briggs Stadium in Detroit. The Lions trailed by six when Bobby Lane threw a touchdown to Jim Doran with two minutes to go. Doran had failed to catch a pass during the regular season, but then, of course, our, the extra point came from uh, running back and fullback Doak, uh, and kicker Doak Walker, formerly Southern Methodist University. Otto Graham would only complete two of 15 passes in one of his worst games of the year, however, and Detroit sealed the game with a minute to go with an interception. Also, believe it or not, happy birthday goes out to former Cincinnati Bengals superstar Carson Palmer, ladies and gentlemen, who is celebrating a birthday. The former Trojan, of course, born in uh, Fresno, California, of course, was the first pick in 2003, played with the Raiders and the Cardinals. He is a first-team All-Pac-10 in 2002, consensus All-American, Sporting News Player of the Johnny United's Gold Armour and Heisman Trophy Award winner in 02, Orange Bowl MVP in 03, a member of the Cardinals Ring of Honor in 05, passing touchdowns there and completion percentage leader. However, he was the second team All-Pro in 2015, Pro Bowl MVP 2006, 2005, 2006, and 2015, of course. However, he was a three-time Pro Bowler, completing 39-41 of 6307, 62.5%, 294 to 187 touchdown interception ratio, 88 as a passer rating, 46,247, however, as far as total yards go. Born in Fresno, as we said, attending Santa Margarita Catholic or Rancho Santa Margarita California High School. He, of course, was the first pick overall in 2003 and had his career end, however, sadly, due to an accident by Kimo Von Olhoffen of the Pittsburgh Sears formerly in a playoff game, however, at one point that injured his ankle and kept him sidelined for quite a while, however, if you recall. 
Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to point out one other thing before we continue on. And speaking up baseball, there are reports going around speaking up baseball that Blake Snell, formerly the Tampa Bay Devils, could be on his way to San Diego, ladies and gentlemen. The Padres and the Rays are talking about a big trade, ladies and gentlemen, that could happen. And speaking of trades, on Friday, ladies and gentlemen, or should I say not Friday, Thursday, there was a big trade that happened between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Washington Nationals. John, you got Josh Bell from our team, and it looks like you got a big bat and a good glove to boot. However, you gave us two <laughs> prospects in return. Apparently, the Nats wanted to part away with a double-A pitcher, however, and a 26-year-old mid-major pitcher. But I'll tell you right now, the Pirates are not very fans, are not very happy about that. But I'll tell you what, you got a good bat with Josh Bell and a good glove. And if he stays healthy, I think he'll work out for you in that regard. Also, Saturday, folks, it was six. Uh, let me just do my math here if I'm trying to do my math. 77 years ago, ladies and gentlemen, a crowd of 15,000 braved the blizzard to watch Bobby Riggs, who would, of course, later take Billy Jean King, of course, in the... Movie Battle of the Sex by Steve Carell. Defeat Jack Crane with 6-2, in a professional tennis match at the Garden, that is New York City in Madison Square Garden. The story here is not about the match, but it was about the snowstorm. It came to be one of the worst snowstorms ever, however, 27 inches fell on the city, however, in Central Park, and the blizzard claimed the lives of 77 people. The match was the first of a literally two-and-a-half, three-month event in which Riggs and Kramer met at every stop. Kramer, of course, made his pro debut after winning Wimbledon in the U.S. National today's U.S. Open earlier in 1947. So there you go, folks, some historical facts there. Now let's go to Monday. But before we get to Monday, however, we want to remind you also, ladies and gentlemen, that Wrestling Debate, ladies and gentlemen, will be back, of course, this Thursday night, however, in a very special New Year's Eve edition. Join the Loose King, Chicago Hole, Cephas, the King Club, Smith, Patel, and yes, the man with the golden timber voice, ladies and gentlemen, the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, however, 139925 pound, ladies and gentlemen, however, coming up this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, on Thursday, of course, at 7 p.m. But before we get to that, real quick, uh, Justin, uh, if you can give us some pop culture news real quick from today, go ahead. We will get to today's birthday today's in just a moment, John. Okay. And before we do that, we also want to welcome in the Heartbreak Kid, uh, one and only Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to the final show of 2020. How are you? got Justin, myself, and John. We're just going to birthdays and dates and pop culture, so sit back. We'll get back to you in just a minute. Justin, go ahead with the pop culture references today, please. Okay, 20 years ago today, um, um, today is the 20th anniversary of the final SmackDown 2000, where Ivory and Right to Censor make a mockery of China's neck injury. Yes. And 10 years ago, the final, the final, um, any edition of any final, um, today is also the 10th anniversary of the final edition of NXT of 2010. Yes. And wrestling birthday today, today, today is a happy, let's see. Today's a happy 35th birthday to Taryn Terrell. Yes. Tiffany. Today is... Today is... Uh, let's see. Hold on I one second. Today is... I do have two other birthdays to report if you, if you need help there. Today is the 66th birthday of Randy Savage's brother, Macho Man Randy Savage's brother, the world's smartest man. 
Yep, Leaping Lanny Poffo, the genius, yes. And, I do have two other birthdays that's to report. That's it, that's it. Okay, I do have two birthdays to report real quick, and I'm sure John will mention these two. Happy 28th birthday to the daughter of Precious Paul Ellering, Rachel Ellering. And happy 67th birthday to Tatsumi Fujinami, the young dragon from Japan, celebrating a birthday. Also, today is a 60th birthday to Ray Bork, the former Bruin and Colorado Avalanche superstar lazion, born in St. Laurent, Quebec, Canada, turned 60 today. And today is a very unique birthday. Talking about the Philadelphia Eagles, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday goes out to former running back Steve Van Buren. Buren, of course, was born in Horn and Honduras. Today, he, would, of course, played with the Eagles for several years. He ran for 58-60, 4.5 yards per carry, 69 rushing touchdowns, 25-03 returning yards, 5 return touchdowns, and 9 picks. His first team, All-SEC, 1943, he was drafted in the first round, pick 5 after attending LSU, going to Warren Easton High School. However, he passed away in Lancaster, PA, which is about 5 hours away from Pittsburgh, if you're 4.5 hours away, depending on where you're going. Today, he would have been 108. He, of course, was a NFL champion 48-49 with the Eagles. First team All-Pro 6 times, 44 through 49. Rushing yards leader 4 times, 45-47-49, as well as 4 times rushing touchdowns leader. A member of the 75th anniversary and 100th anniversary team. He was all, also a member of the All-Decade team. Third team All-American in 1943 and first team All-SEC at Louisiana State University, LSU. And his Eagle jersey number uh, 15 has been retired. So happy birthday to all of them. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, we will celebrate the birthday of uh, former Green Bay Packer and uh, fellow big lineman Ray Nitschke. Wednesday, we'll be celebrating the birthday of Tiger Woods and LeBron James, as well as Sandy Koufax, the former Dodgers superstar. And on Thursday, folks, we'll celebrate the birthday formerly of former San Francisco running back Hugh McElhaney, ladies and gentlemen. Or should I say, yes, Hugh McElhaney will be celebrating a birthday on Thursday. Tiger Woods will be celebrating a birthday with Sandy Koufax and LeBron James on Wednesday. But tomorrow, we'll be celebrating the birthday of former Green Bay Packer lineman Ray Nitschke. John, let's go to uh, today. I know we have some big things coming up today. Yep. 28 years ago today, WCW presents Star K92 Bowl from the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. The Great Muda won a Bowl Battle Royal. Uh, 23 years ago today, WCW presented Star K97 from the MCI Center in Washington, D.C. This was Eddie Guerrero defeating Dean Malenko to win the WCW Cruiserweight Championship, and it's the most fought event in WCW history as well. Bret Hart made his Starcade debut, and Sting wrestled his first match in 15 months, defeating Hulk Hogan to win the WCW title. Yes. Yep. Also... Also 22 years ago today on Nitro from Baltimore, Maryland, Ric Flair would win the WCW presidency for 90 days, defeating Eric Bischoff. On the same show, Scott Steiner won the WCW World Television Championship. 21 years ago today at SmackDown taped in Richmond, Virginia, Chris Jericho and China went to a double pinfall for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And they were acknowledged as the Intercontinental Champions. Yes. Eleven years ago today on Raw from Hartford, Connecticut, Vince McMahon announced that Bret Hart would guest host 
the January 4th, 2010 Raw. And Jamie, yeah. you are right. Today's a happy 35th birthday for Taryn Terrell. Happy 6th, 7th birthday to Tatsumi Fujinami. And that's it. I do have one more day to report very quickly, and I mentioned to Justin earlier today also, it was 36 years ago today that David uh, Schultz slapped John Stossel, the 2020 reporter, right in the eardrum, fracturing it, and also getting fired shortly thereafter after a brawl took place, however, in 1984 at Madison Square Garden. This was the same night that apparently Captain Lou was about to accept an award before Roddy Piper caused chaos, if you will, and then basically got into a brawl, however, with the New York City police and everyone, however, that fateful night at the Garden that same night in 84. So some historical information there. So there you go, guys. Some very interesting tidbits of information. Also, it was on this date, speaking of the Philadelphia Eagles, it was on this date before a crowd of 30,759 that the Chicago Cardinals overcame their win, 28-21. The star attraction was supposed to be Steve Van Buren, who became the first rusher in 13 years to run over 1,000 yards. But Elmer Angsman stole the show with a pair of 70-yard TD runs as Charlie Trippy also scored for the cards on a 44-yard from scrimmage and a 75-yard return. The Cardinals were moved to St. Louis in 60 and then to Phoenix in 88. To this day, Tower, this is the last championship the Cardinals football team has ever won a championship. So go figure. Thank you very much, Justin. Thank you very much, John. Of course, let's give you the number here, 274. Again, 1-605-562-0444-138744. Pound, you can join us until 5.30 this afternoon here on this rare, warm Monday. We're going to give you the weather forecast here in just a few moments here. But before we get to the weather, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to John and, excuse me, not John, Justin and Fonzie about the story John and I talked about at the start of the show today. Gentlemen, we heard the news on Saturday about Luke Harper. However, Justin, I will start with you on this story. Uh, your thoughts about this very heartbreaking tragedy that we heard on Saturday night? It, it, it shocked me. I mean, he, he died, died um, too soon. I mean, I mean, you, you know what? I think you know. I think um, Vince is to blame for what happened to well, um, him. Yeah, I mean, some people would you know, agree with you. Some people, because yeah, because yeah. because you know, because um, cause when he when he was fighting in WWE, um, when letting him like, because he like, because he because he he had to let him fight in the WWE with the um with the coronavirus, and while when um letting him um and screwing him up in WWE, then that's how he went to AEW. Well, we know he had been in very poor health, and everyone respected his privacy. Of course, he was a father, a teacher, a mentor, a uh, friend, a colleague, if you want to call it that. But again, our thoughts and prayers are with him, no question about it. Uh, Fonzie, before we get to you, Howard, I do have some other stories. Well, I have, another, well, I have another thing. Yes. I have another thing. Yes, please. Go ahead, John. Or Justin. Sorry, I know that, well, I know there's going to be no, there's, there's there going to be, I know there's going to be no ring bell salute to him tonight. Well, we'll see. Just a, I mean, just we'll a little trip. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we do want to report, ladies and gentlemen, on Friday, we did lose two big superstars here on Christmas Day. Danny Hodge, American Hall of Fame wrestler, boxer, and silver medalist in 1956 at the age of 88. Our thoughts and prayers are with Hodge's friends and family, of course. And, of course, Casey Jones, the former Boston Celtic uh, coach, however, mm -hmm. and fellow Washington Bullet and Olympic champion, as well as NBA champion, 59 through 50, 66 and an 84 and 86 through 1986, he passed away at the age of 88. Our thoughts and prayers are with his uh, friends and family, too. 
uh, they passed away again on Friday. Now, Thursday, of course, on Christmas Eve, however, it was kind of low-key, but on Wednesday, folks, however, we did, um, we're just checking uh, the wire here, we have lost a lot of big names this year, from Regis Hillman to Alex Trebek to, as I said, Buck Henry, ladies and gentlemen, to, of course, other people who have made an impact on our lives. Kobe Bryant, of course, John knows how I felt earlier in January when we broke that story the day after the Royal Rumble, to Eddie Van Halen, ladies and gentlemen, to Regis Hillman, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, it has been, it's just been a crazy year with what has happened in the world of celebrities, that we have lost this year. Chadwick Boseman was another one we lost this year. Nyla Rivera, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Phil Necro, the baseball pitcher who we lost also yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family, if you will, and former teammates, if you will. Also, of course, we mentioned some other big names. Anne Renneking, the uh, Tony Award-winning actress, singer, who passed away two weeks ago at the age of 71. Uh, we also lost Charlie Pride, fellow musician. Our, we mentioned Tom Tiny Lister, of course, ladies and gentlemen. We also have some other people we want to talk about. David Lander, of course, we lost him. Sad to say, of course, earlier this month, Howard, at the age of 73, he was known as Lenny on the TV show Laverne and Shirley. David Frost, the original Darth Vader, back in November, as you well. Diego Mardona, the soccer superstar, right after Thanksgiving at the age of 60, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we mentioned, of course, Alex Trebek. We also talked about some other big names we lost this year, including Eddie has, uh, the guy who played Eddie Haskell, Ken Osmond, ladies and gentlemen, earlier this year. Sean Connery was another big name we lost this year. James Lipton, of course, ladies and gentlemen, from uh, the uh, TV show, however, beyond the actor's studio. Conchita Farrell, known as Berto, of course, in October, from Two and a Half Men, ladies and gentlemen. Whitey Ford, the Yankees pitcher, also in October at the age of 91. Johnny Nash, how the guy who's saying I can see clearly now back in the early part of uh, September at the age of 80, ladies and gentlemen. We now you're Rivera Glee. Nyla Rivera just mentioned her. Yes, I did mention it. Helen Reddy, the singer oh, who said, oh, I am oh. woman in, in the middle of September. Mac Davis, uh, who was a fellow actor and country western singer who starred in the movie, of course, the Sting Show in North Dallas. Boy, Gail Sayers, the Chicago Bears, Road Warrior Animal. Uh, we also lost him this year. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, of course, as you know. Uh, we also lost, of course, Diana Rigg, fellow actress, of course, from the... Uh, TV show The Avengers, of course. Lou Brock, former St. Louis Cardinal baseball superstar, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we also lost, of course, some other big names, of course, this year, including, as we just mentioned, Chadwick Boseman. We just talked about him. We also lost uh, Chi-Chi Devine, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, special uh, unique drag queen, how on the TV show RuPaul's Drag Race at the age of 34 due to uh, pneumonia. Rennie Santoni, ladies and gentlemen, who, of course, was known, of course, uh, Chico if you will, and John knows who I'm talking about when I mentioned the word Chico from the Dirty Harry uh, movie, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, of course, how our, who Clint Eastwood developed a friendship and partnership with, if you will. He died early August, how our, at the age of 81, of course. Wilford Brimley was another guy. Uh, Alan Parker, British director. Olivia de Havilland, Kirk Douglas, uh, some big Hollywood names there, folks. Peter Green from Fleetwood Mac. Uh, we also lost, of course, um, Kelly Preston, the wife of John Travolta this year, ladies and gentlemen, Charlie Daniels, Enno Marconi, who, of course, was a famous music composer, of course, for such movies as uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, of course, and other musical talents over the years in Hollywood at the age of 91, earlier this summer in July. Uh, we also lost, of course, uh, Nick Cordero, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the Broadway star at the age of 41, Carl Reiner, U Downs, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, who else? Joel Schumacher, director, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this year. Uh, Ian Holm, of course, best known for his role in Lord of the Rings. Those are just some of the names we've lost all this year, folks. It's been a crazy year. But on the positive side, however, we have also uh, gained a lot, too. 
in 2020. I mean, we are trying to turn the page, if you will. But before I go to Fonzie, this is what I wanted to say, and I wanted to save this until the end of the show, but I wanted to say this now. I want to thank my guys and the people who have come on in 2020 and become a member of the Raw Radio team. First off, I want to thank my tag team partner and colleague for the last four years on this adventure, and now will be coming up on five soon, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Without John, my tag team partner would not be complete. Besides King of Smith, John is another member of my six-man tag team, however, and an extended member of my family, however, and he has done so well this year in helping us with birthdays and dates and has come on when need be, however, and he has supplied so many great moments, funny and not so funny, however, to us. So, John, I tip my cap to you and your family and to you personally as well for helping me out for much of this year, and you have been a big help, however, and I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. I thank you personally for being there as always, however, as one of my uh, big uh, guys in need. Justin, you've come aboard, however, in quite a while, however, and you've done very well since you've joined us, however, back earlier this summer. You've been an instrumental member of our family, too, and I thank you for supplying us with laughs, jokes, and so many great moments and impressions. I mean, I think we're going to continue to have fun with you in the new year and beyond, so I thank you as well. Fonzie, the same goes to you as well. You've done very well for us this year. Chad, Michelle, everyone else who's called in or listened into this show, I thank you all. We thank you all for listening to this show. And to my friends who have also listened to it in other places, whether it be family and friends, I tip my cap to all of you guys, and I raise a glass of champagne to all of you guys tonight and say thank you, thank you, thank you for what has been a great year. And I think 2021 is going to be even better with all of our new colleagues and hopefully our old colleagues returning to the scene. So, guys, Thank you very much for making 2020 what has been a great year here on Raw Radio. And we're looking forward to many more great episodes and many more fun moments in the new year, Howard. So I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. And I know these guys will say the same, Howard, to me and to everyone out there. We thank you very much. So thank you, guys, in all honesty. I appreciate that. Fonzie, let's go to you next, Tower, about your thoughts about the passing of Luke Harper, John Huber, who left a wife and two kids. We heard the news on Saturday, and we do not want to believe the story, Tower. Let's get your thoughts about what happened when we heard the news on Saturday. I'm shocked. Anything else you want to add, or are you good? No, that's it. All right, thank you very much there, uh, Fonzie. Appreciate that. Now let's take a look at the Weather Center, ladies and gentlemen, and give you the weather of the coming uh, week, how I let you know what's going on. We're going to start off in Pittsburgh with John, or Fonzie, and myself. It is 40 degrees right now, cloudy here, but tomorrow it's going to be chilly and cold, 29. But then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, it warms up 45, 42, and a chance of rain on New Year's Eve. But then 52 and 51 on Friday and Saturday, so it's going to be nice, however, with a chance of rain and sun and clouds, however, heading into the New Year. So hopefully everyone will stay safe and be careful this New Year's, however, and just uh, use common sense and use your head. Uh. Justin, your neck of the and that too. Thank you. Uh, it's 33 in Justin's neck of the woods of Indianapolis, Indiana right now. Well, that wasn't However, me. Tomorrow will be sunny. I think Bert. No, I know what. No, I know it wasn't you. Uh, but uh, I, I, I know who it was. But I it was good. But yeah, like I said, tomorrow will be warm in uh, Justin's neck of the woods. High of 40, 45 on Wednesday and rain. 36, and then 62 on New Year's Day. However, before it gets back in the mid 30s and upper 40s. However, in your neck of the woods, Justin. So it's going to be pretty nice out there in Indianapolis, however, for uh, the New Year, so that's pretty good. John, let's take a look at your weather, however, and take a look at what's going on down in Front Royal. It is 53 and sunny right now. Tomorrow will be 38 and sunny as well, but then 40, 56, 41, and 58. It's going to be near 60 on Saturday, 
But uh, it's definitely going to be a little rainy on New Year's Eve. But it doesn't look too bad, however, going into New Year's Day. But still, it's better than this winter blast we had a couple weeks ago. However, we had about four to six inches of snow here in Pittsburgh on Christmas Day. But uh, nevertheless, it should be very nice weather, however, for the start of the new year. In Trinity, North Carolina, the home of Mr. WCW himself, the Santa Claus himself, Chad Hinshaw. It is mostly cloudy and 53 right now. Tomorrow will be sun and clouds, 47 and 44 on Tuesday and Wednesday. 60 in rain on Thursday, but then 63 on Friday with a chance of a late-day shower. It's still going to be pretty nice, however, for the first part of the new year in Trinity. In Paul Meyer, ladies and gentlemen, the home of the... Queen herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, who we hope to hear from this afternoon. We do want to thank her for coming on last week, ladies and gentlemen. It is a sunny day in 52 degrees right now. Tomorrow will be sunny and warm, high of 45. 46 on uh, Wednesday, followed by 57, and then 54 with a chance of a late-day shower, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, but it looks pretty good. So it looks pretty good to start out the new year in Palmyra. In Toronto, the home of King Interviewer Dorothy Smith, it is 35 and cloudy right now. Tomorrow will be 30 and cloudy with some sunshine. 44 and a chance of a rain-snow mix on Wednesday, followed by 38, and then 41, how are New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, respectively. Again, a late snow rain show, excuse me, late snow rain mix on Friday, but then it's going to be 40 and decent on New Year's Eve in Toronto. So it looks pretty good there, up there in T-Town, the home of King NWR, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith. And finally, folks, in Jacksonville, Arkansas, the home of the Empress, Amber Rickenbach. It is a beautiful day, 57 degrees. Tomorrow will be 50 and cloudy. Hour fall by 62 on Wednesday with a chance of a late-day shower. But then rain-snow mix on Thursday. But then it gets cloudy, however, on Friday. High of 51, but it will be 45 maybe if it reaches 45 on New Year's Eve in Jacksonville, Arkansas. So, folks, it doesn't look too bad, ladies and gentlemen, for everyone's forecast for the New Year. So that is very good to say. So there is your WCW weather uh, forecast, however, ladies and gentlemen, however. And uh, before we get to that, however, we do have another breaking story to report, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, a portion of Smallman Street was shut down today, however, on 33rd Street, after a sinkhole apparently hit Pittsburgh yet again, ladies and gentlemen. So right now it is closed for the moment. We hope to have it reopened, hopefully, sometime later today or sometime tomorrow. But right now they said that Smallman... That's on Smallman Street, J.D. Yes, it's on Smallman Street and... 33rd Street, yes. It is right now shut down for the moment, ladies and gentlemen, apparently, after a sinkhole hit there earlier today. So we will continue to update you with that story. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we know hockey is coming up in a few weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Plus, of course, as you know, some big uh, football games are coming up this week, of course, as you know, with college football, Alabama and Notre Dame, Clemson and Notre Dame, of course, in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans, Alabama and Notre Dame this Friday afternoon in Pasadena, or excuse me, not Pasadena, not in California, but in Texas, rather, if you will, at AT AT&T Steam. We talked about the NFL already. Uh, John, I will go to you first, Howard. What did you take out of Week 16? Some big games, Howard, including the Sears keep their uh, title hopes alive in the conference, which they clinched. Your boys also, however, somehow beat Chad's boys and now have a chance to win the division, despite the fact that you will have no quarterback going into this I'm weekend. I lost to them yesterday. No, I think, I think uh, yeah, I, well, I mean, check. I think you what? might have. I'm not sure. What, J.D.? Washington, Colorado, uh, Carolina. Yes, sir. Yeah, Washington, Washington beat Carolina, yeah. Yeah, Washington oh, beat Carolina. No, John's right. John's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yet, this is the thing. They're still ahead of Dallas, though. And the thing is, Washington plays Philadelphia this week. Dallas has to play, I think, uh, 
I think they get the Giants this week. I'm looking at their schedule. Hold on. Hold on. I, 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 I'll it's check the Giants. It. It's the, I got it. It's the Giants. I got this. Okay. I got it. It's the Giants. So they're both tied at 6-9 and nine in the NFC Least Division as Shaq, the loose cannon, Shaquille called Cephas reports to. But, uh, John, what did you take out of Week 16? Some big games, however, happened over the weekend, including Pittsburgh clinching, the Saints winning on Friday, Tampa just dominating, and the Dolphins somehow beating the Raiders, however. What did you take out of Week 16 in the NFL season? I was hoping Washington was going to take the championship, but I want to say congratulations to you and Fonzie's team. Thank you. Yes, that was a tough one, though. We were down 24-7 at halftime. I mean, it was ugly. You guys nearly were dominating the entire division this year. Yeah. I mean, literally. Yes. No question. No question. And last night we saw, of course, Green Bay smash Tennessee, of course, pretty bad in the cold and snow in Lambeau, if you will. That was a very hey, interesting Hey, is the Super Bowl and the Royal Rumble going to be on both at the same time? No. no the uh, Super Bowl is a week later. It's a week yeah, after. Uh, yeah, the Super Bowl is February 7th, and the Rumble is January 31st. Yeah, yeah. the week after. The week after, yeah. The Super Bowl is the week after. And we understand, speaking of... Uh, Let's just say we understand the WWE has some big network programming coming up in January, ladies and gentlemen, including, ladies and gentlemen, the Broken Skull Sessions with Bailey Karen. The AJ Styles Royal Rumble debut, Untold Story, will air the following week. The Best of the Attitude Era Royal Rumble matches will air two days later. Playback, the Royal Rumble matches will air on the 22nd. There will be a very special documentary and also a chronicle of Bianca Belair the week before the Rumble. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, there will be discussion, of course, of the day of the Royal Rumble 2014, the Friday before the Royal Rumble, that was when it was in Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, I was at that show. Also, there will be a roundtable, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, of the first women's Royal Rumble match. Nia Jax, Charlotte, Natalia, and Mickey James will discuss the profound impact of that the Wednesday before the Rumble. And then, of course, the Royal Rumble itself will air January 31. So there you go, some big uh, dates there. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you next, Tower, with some interesting uh, observations. What did you take out of Week 16 of the NFL with what went down? Well, AJD, if, okay, you remember the game last night, right? Yeah. Uh, Tennessee Green versus Bay. Green Bay? Yes, and we saw what happened there. Okay. Yes. Well, if Tennessee would have beat Green Bay, Houston yeah. and Tennessee would have been on a 1 o'clock game. And so, so was Jacksonville and Indianapolis. Because Indianapolis lost, there would have been on 1 o'clock. Well, now Green Bay beat Tennessee, and now Tennessee versus Houston, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, now are 425 instead of 1 o'clock. Okay, so they have switched the time. Okay, interesting. Thank you. Yes. And And, then uh, John's boys are playing Sunday night, the final Sunday night of the year. Yep. Washington at Philadelphia, and that yep. that game would go, yeah, NFC East if Dallas yes. loses to uh, New York yes. Giants at 1 yeah, o'clock. We'll what, yeah, that'll be interesting. And speaking of Green Bay, yeah. we saw Aaron Rodgers have a big night last night. He went 21-25. Howard, he was red hot all night. A.J. Dillon ran the ball pretty well. Derrick Henry did not have a bad night, but Ryan Tannehill did struggle a little bit last night as the Pack sent uh, Tennessee a pack, and if you will, 40-14, to if you will, as they were up 19-7 at halftime, and then cruised on in, basically blowing them out in the second half, 21-7, to folks. So there you go, some 
And the Packers exactly. playing at the Bears for twenty five. Yes, and the Bears are fighting for their lives. The Bears are coming off a big win against the Jacksonville Jagoffs, if you will. And the Bears still have a shot of winning that division. Minnesota took a big hit, and their season's over after losing to the Saints on Friday. Their season's all but done. The Raiders pretty much got their uh, butts handed to them, even though it was a questionable ending in that game again last week after what happened in the Charger game. The same and the temperature at the, uh, at Chicago is 33 degrees. <laughs> oh, that'll be okay. So it won't be a bad day. Okay, so it's not going to be a bad weather game, then. At least it's not going to be like a nah. blizzard. We thought it was going to be a blizzard. Ca- the Kansas City are home again, and their yeah, temperature is thirty-three degrees against the Chargers. And the Chargers, of course, as you know, the last few weeks have played a little bit of a spoiler role. They, they, I think they beat Denver yesterday. If I'm not mistaken, they, I don't remember. Did they beat yeah. Denver yesterday? They beat Denver. Yeah, so yeah. They, they're on a roll. That was a blizzard, team. actually. That was yeah. a blizzard. What, yesterday? Yeah. In Denver, Green I didn't Bay. know that. Oh, oh, yeah, last night. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. But getting back to Denver, the Chargers, just a minute. Denver, De- Denver played at the L.A. last night. Okay, they played in L.A., so it wasn't a blizzard. Now. Okay, but here's what yeah. I'm going to say about the Chargers. Okay, the Chargers got lucky beating Atlanta yesterday. Very, very lucky. Even though Mahomes did not have one of his better games. But the Chiefs, I still feel, are the best team in the AFC. I mean, no one's going to touch them. Buffalo, Pittsburgh can't even light a candle to them. I'm saying it here and out. I've been saying it all along. I think the Chiefs might as well just represent the AFC because they're that good. And I think they're going to continue to be that good. And hopefully we'll have the soul man just in we'll those see what happens. Apparently. Yeah, but they're 14-1. We'll see what happens. You're right. But yeah. in the NFC right now, I'll tell you right now, there are two teams, I think, that are fighting neck and neck to see who's the best of the best. Green Bay, I think, is still good. And we saw what happened to them last night. They looked really good against a very mid-major Tennessee team. But the Saints, I'll tell you right now, even though the Saints did struggle against the Chiefs the week before, they came out swinging this week with Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees. If they can keep it together, and if they can get healthy at the right time, they could give Green Bay some trouble in the playoffs. But I'll tell you right now, I think it's going to be Kansas City and Green Bay and Tampa. I'm telling you here and now, it's going to be a rematch from Super Bowl One. You're going to see it here and now. It's going to be Casey and Green Bay, winner take all in Tampa in two months. Well, the Saints go at at Chad's hometown, and it's going to be rainy with 52. Yep. Okay, so there we have an early report from Fonzie again. Thank you very much, Fonzie. Yes, so it will be rainy on Sunday in 52 there. And who knows what the weather will be like in Cleveland and in Philadelphia, however, on Sunday. as uh, Uh, Here at at Cleveland, it's sunny and 38. Okay. And Philadelphia, sunny and 43. So, But watch the temperatures drop, though, once the sun goes down. But it's still going to be nice in Cleveland. Okay, so it'll be 40 and sunny in Cleveland on Sunday. That's not too bad for early January. Or I thought we were going to see a blizzard. We still might see it. You never no. know. But, John, let's go to you, however, for your predictions, however. Where do you think the AFC and the AFC are going to lie as far as the Super Bowl goes in two months from now? Uh, I don't know. All right, I appreciate that. No problem, uh, John. Thank you very much, uh, Fonzie. What about you? What is your take? However, JD, you going against the Steelers? Are you going the against the yes, our I home am. team? And yes, yes, I am. Come on, no, There's you're, no, you're not come on, JD. You're not going to stop Kansas City. I'm sorry. Man, I'm Kansas City didn't play nobody, JD. There's their conference. Is garbage. The Chargers stink. Denver stinks. Uh, the Raiders stink. They got the easiest division than or and and us. 
And we'll see what happens with Buffalo tonight to see if they can go, beat New England at New England because New England don't have nothing to play for. They can spoil Buffalo. And you know what? If Buffalo loses, the Steelers beats Cleveland. Steelers are the number two seed, and they get a one game at home. Whoever, and we might see Cleveland again. This, are, this, could, this is a playoff preview, a wild card. Yeah. And, you know, and Buffalo didn't play nobody. If it was not for New England, Tom Brady leaving at New England, going to Tampa Bay, Buffalo would never be in this situation right now. But Buffalo would have been down in a hole like they used to be. And you you think Josh Allen's going to take them in a big dance? They'll lose the first round of playoffs, whoever they play. And, well, yeah, Kansas, well, Kansas City goes home throughout the playoffs. They deserve it. But if we didn't lose three games – at home, um, home against the no, at the Bungles. Who knows where will you be right now? It would have mm-hmm. been Kansas City between us for the number one spot, and Kansas City got it because they barely beat whoever they beat yesterday at home, and you know we lost because we had too many turnovers, and. That, that's big because we never lose three or four games straight. Mm-hmm. Three games straight after yeah. losing the first game, well, we never go well, back, what ha- to back. Well, to well back I'll say this back. though. Well, I'll say this though, and you'll, I agree with you. But here's the thing, okay? You have no one to blame but yourselves after going out 17 not the last Monday night hour against Cincinnati, which was ridiculous. Yeah. The third street quarterback. I'll say that you had no yeah, running yeah. game at all in that one. No. Washington, no. I mean, we were in control the first half of that game, and then they came up big in the second half. Turnovers, J.D., the turnovers. Yeah, turnovers, turnovers and penalties, <laughs> and that's why John's boys yeah. ended up winning that game. But I'll tell you, John's team right. is going to have their hands full of Philadelphia this week. I do think, however, the only thing is right now, Philadelphia has no quarterback. Carson Wentz, I'm sorry, you're going to see him gone at the end of this season. You might as well pack his bags and send him on the first rail out of Philadelphia. Who? Doug Peter- Carson Wentz from Philadelphia. Oh, Carson Wentz, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's played himself out of there. Why they're keeping Doug Pearson another year, I don't understand that Jeffrey Lurie and the Eagles. He'll be gone. He'll be gone. He'll be gone. No, they said said today they're going to keep him one more year. Well, John's boy, John's boys, boys, uh, their Hempkins is gone. They released him. Yeah, they released him too. But I will say this, though. Ron Rivera, despite all the turmoil he's had this year with Haskins and in the front office with Dan Snyder, and that's a big thing. Dan Snyder's got to go as far as ownership. And, John, I think you'll agree with me on that. But I will say this. Ron Rivera has turned that team around a little bit. He really has. He did well in Carolina, I thought, as a coach. He got a raw deal when he got booted in Carolina. But I'll tell you right now, he's turning it around a little bit in Washington. If they can get some big free agents and really spend some money in the offseason and some talent and do well in the draft, I think the Skins next year will very well win the NFC East. They could turn this page around. They'll get Joseph Fields. They'll get Joseph Fields from Ohio State. You think so? Is their pick. Yep. I'll tell you right now. Because number one, because the number one, uh, Clemson, uh, Lawrence, will get Jackson. uh, Yeah, Jackson will get Lawrence. Or Atlanta. Here's the other thing, too. Talk about coaches, though, guys. Let me ask you guys this question. I put the question to you, Fonzie, earlier, and John, I'll ask you the same question. Where does Urban Meyer go? 
Where's he going to end? River Meyer? Urban Meyer. Is he going to end in Jacksonville? Is he going to end in New York? He's going to go back to college. He's going to go to college. He, he, yeah, he's going to go to college. I'm he might go. Him. He might. He ain't gonna go into pros, JD. Yeah, he remember will. what yeah, happened to? Yes, no, he will. Nah. Yes, he will. I'm telling you right now. If Tony Khan and Jackson open up their wallet, he'll go to Jacksonville. And if he doesn't, I said it to Shaq on the other day on Machine. I said this flat out. He'll either go there or he'll end up going to New York. He'll be the Jets head coach because they're firing Gase and they're firing Doug Marone a week from today. Mark my words, it's gonna happen, <laughs> guys. I'll be right back, guys. Talk to you for a few minutes. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, where, where's J, J.D.? He stepped away for a little bit. Welcome back. Why I missed? Why I missed? Uh, nothing really. Nothing really. Hey, your, your, your boys play at 425 home against the Jagoffs. <laughs> Jacksonville. So that game was supposed to be at 1 o'clock, Justin. If uh, Tennessee would Tennessee would beat Green Bay yesterday, and there there was Tennessee versus Houston, then Jacksonville and Indianapolis would have both played one o'clock, while Green Bay that ended. Green Bay beat Tennessee last night, so now Jacksonville at Indianapolis at four twenty-five. And Tennessee at Houston at 4:25. So, yeah, you guys were supposed to play one o'clock, but you know, now it's 4:25. Yeah, you, uh, I think I think you guys are going to beat uh, Jacksonville, and you have to root for Houston or Tennessee to get that you know the final spot of the wild card. Uh, right now, Indianapolis is out. Uh, they lost last night. Right now, Indianapolis is out. And Tennessee is in. Now, Tennessee beats Houston. And I think if Indianapolis wins, they go to tiebreaker. So whoever has the most wins in a conference... That's who go to the final spot, and the other team will go bye-bye, back their bags for next season. So we'll see. This is going to be exciting. So, yeah. So that's who your team is playing Sunday, Justin, I'm against Jacksonville. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And John's boys will play at Philadelphia. Prime time at eight twenty. What? So, no, I didn't. <laughs> what? I didn't burn anything. Oh, man. I don't know if Eric showed up here or something like that. I don't know if Eric was here or anything. Hello? Yeah, we're here. I'm here. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. I was telling Justin about your boys are playing the prime time oh. this Sunday night. Yeah. I was telling him that if Tennessee would have beat Green Bay, it would have been a 1 o'clock for both teams. Now, t- Green Bay beat Tennessee, so his team in Tennessee game is 425. Uh, yeah, and our game is still 1 o'clock, which is retarded. I think they should have put our game at 425. But I guess they didn't because I don't think that game do mean anything probably, I guess. so. It's good for Baltimore because if Baltimore wins and we beat the Brownie Pants, bye-bye Brownie Pants, and Baltimore moves in the playoff spot. Yeah, so we'll see. Brown I'm thing. back. Sorry, guys. I'm back. All right. Okay. No, that's okay. Now, as I was saying, Howard, I mean, I agree with you to an extent, Fonzie, but the thing is, though, if Jacksonville and Tony Khan open up their wallet, or even the Johnson family or the Jets open up their wallet, Urban Meyer's going to talk to one of those teams. If not, he'll stay in the Midwest and he'll go to Detroit because the Lions need all the help they can. I mean, they're a joke. Mm-hmm. The Jets, I mean, I know they're firing Gates a week from now. That's a definite. And we now welcome back the soul man, Justin Lewis. I mean, Justin, welcome back. Um, as I said, folks, the thing is this, however... Just, uh, Justin Fields from Ohio State is going to go to one of those three teams, I feel. It could be uh, possibly Atlanta, it could be New York, or it could be Jacksonville. I think it's going to end up in Atlanta because I think Trevor Lawrence, like you said, Fonzie, will be the first pick overall for Jacksonville. They need a future quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years, and Lawrence fits that bill at 6'6", 240, 245, at 20 years old, and who had a pretty good year for the most part, except for uh, missing a game because of COVID. But I'll tell you right now, he is going to torch, mark my words, guys, torch Ohio State Friday night in the Sugar Bowl. And if I'm Alabama or Notre Dame right now in the Rose Bowl, I'd be very careful, but I'll tell you right now, I think that Bama-Clemson game, you're going to see it again two weeks from today. Mark my words. Yeah. Dustin, oh, let's yeah. Keep Alabama's going to kill. Alabama's going to kill Notre Dame. Yeah. Irish. yeah, no question. Yeah. Justin, let's get your thoughts, Howard, about what's going on in the college scene, Howard. We talked about uh, some of the quarterbacks and some of the coaches doing uh, circles, Howard. We saw what happened with your boys yesterday, a tough loss, Howard, but you still have a chance to win the AFC South, Howard. Unfortunately, Howard, now it's going to come down to winner take all. You guys got Houston, however, I believe, or Tennessee, I, I think it's either Houston or Tennessee. No, it's Jacksonville. No, Tennessee, uh, Jacksonville at Indianapolis at 425, and Houston okay. at Tennessee at 425. Okay, so both games will be listen, scoreboard Listen, Justin, yeah, Justin, um, Justin's team, if Indianapolis beats Jacksonville yep. and Houston yeah. beats Tennessee, then yep. Indianapolis goes in and Tennessee bye-bye. Now, wow. if, yeah, listen, if Jacksonville beats Justin's team and Tennessee yep. beats Houston and Houston goes in and bye-bye Indianapolis Colts. Wow. So we'll Talk see. about difference. Yeah. We're definitely yeah. See. That, so, that's, that's a yeah. wild scenario. Justin, what do you yeah. think about this whole scenario? This changes everything now here, coming up on Sunday. Yeah. I think that's good. That's good. Yes. Yes, indeed. 
And we saw what happened yesterday, of course, a tough loss for your boys. You guys played a good first half. I'll give you that. You guys played a hell of a first half with Rivers yesterday and Jonathan Taylor. But the Sears and Big Ben woke up at the right time and basically saved their neck and saved their AFC North title hopes at the same time, however. But uh, we'll see what happens there. And speaking of Cleveland, the Cleveland, as I like to call them, the Cleveland Clowns, they need a miracle. I mean, they do. They really do. Because I'll tell you right now, well, if, JB, on this Sunday. if we beat Cleveland and yeah. Baltimore beats whoever they play, then bye-bye Cleveland. And Baltimore jumps right over Cleveland. And they're going to buy the tiebreaker. That's right. They both. Yeah. And if Cleveland beats us and Baltimore yeah. wins, Bye-bye, Baltimore and Cleveland. We'll play, we'll play the third game again. Okay, well, that's going to happen. Oh, I know who Baltimore's playing. Baltimore's playing Cincinnati. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, but, that should but be don't easy forget, though. But don't forget, though, since he yesterday beat Houston. Yeah, no. Since yep. he beat Houston. Since he could play a spoiler here. Since he could ruin Harbaugh's <laughs> postseason, too. They could still give, yeah. they could give Harbaugh a headache here. Think about it. Okay, look at the three teams in the North you just mentioned. Okay, Cleveland has lost twice to Cleveland. They lost once to Cincinnati. Cleveland, yeah. of course, like I said, have lost those games. They lose to that, this one, however, and plus one other non-conference game. I mean, I'll give Kevin Stefanski the credit that I did not give to him earlier in the year. Because I said earlier this year, if you remember, guys, when he first got hired, this was going to be a mistake. He has changed this team around a little bit. I mean, it's, granted, it's been a crazy year, but you think about it. Baker Mayfield at times has been solid. So has Nick Chubb, so has uh, Kareem Hunt, so has Odell Beckham. But I think Odell Beckham has played himself out of Cleveland. I'm surprised they're going to keep him around another year, if they do keep him around. Hunt and Chubb is a running game. I think you're going to keep them, maybe. But again, the thing with Cleveland is they've just got to get a little bit better on defense. If they can do that, they've still got Miles Garrett, granted, and they've got some other good guys on defense. If they can put it all together in one false swoop, they could challenge. And they've been given a challenge to Pittsburgh all year. Baltimore, all they've got is Lamar Jackson. And they've got Mark Ingram, and they've got a couple of decent receivers, Marquez Brown and uh, Mark Andrews. Probably one of the best tight ends, if not the best tight end, I feel, right now in the NFL. And if someone can tell me different, prove me wrong. But anyway, long story short, Harbaugh always finds a way to falter or wilt down the stretch. That's his problem. He's going to have to rely on Lamar Jackson on Sunday. And I'll tell you right now, I'm telling you here and now, even though since he started a third-string quarterback against us a few weeks ago and you saw what they did yesterday against Houston, I'm going to go on record, and Fonzie's going to be laughing at me, and I'm sure, John, you're going to say the same, and John's, Justin's going to say the same, thinking I'm crazy, but I'm going to say it now. Since he's going to ruin Baltimore's postseason, watch. They're going to pull an upset here on Sunday at home. I think since he's going to go home and be at home, they're going to have a little bit of the momentum on their side after beating Houston. They're going to ruin Baltimore's postseason, and they knock the Ravens out. So the Ravens, see ya. Don't want to be a, to quote the Raven, nevermore. Bye-bye till 2021. You're done. I think the Ravens are going out. Cleveland's going to somehow sneak back in the postseason. We'll see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, no. but, in the, but the NFC, I've said it before. Right now in the NFC, you're looking at some of the teams there. Green Bay, they beat Tennessee up pretty good last night. The Saints, if they can get it together with Kamara and Breeze, they have a shot. But I'll tell you, this is the team I'm picking as my sleeper in the NFC. Seattle. 
The Seahawks have woken up the last two weeks suddenly with their D. And if Russell Wilson can get it together, I think they can surprise you. But I also wouldn't put it past maybe the Cardinals and Kyler Murray, even though Murray is questionable this week. Uh, and the Rams, I mean, look what the Hawks did yesterday. Hold on a second. Look what the Hawks yeah. did to Jared Goff yesterday. I mean, they knocked him out with a with a big injury, and that hurts the Rams going into this week. But I'll tell you right now, Fonzie will agree with me on this one. T.J. Watt, mark my words, has got to be, after the performance he put up yesterday, has got to be, got to be, got to be re-signed with the Steelers in the offseason with big money, which they will sign him, I feel, to big money, because I think he's a great player. But number two, he's without question the best defensive player of the year, hands down. I thought Aaron Donald was up there, and I, and I will put him up there with Aaron Donald. Do not mistake me. But I think after what T.J. Watt did yesterday, I think he basically yeah. put a stamp on his uh, uh, ballot for this year. I think he's, without question, the best defenseman of the year, hands down. Without question. Yeah. But go ahead, Fonz. You were about to say something. Justin, we'll go back to you in a sec. Go ahead, real quick. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but you think, J.D., yeah. every, every team, it don't yeah. matter who it is, if it's Seattle, if it's in the, uh, the Saints, whoever, they got to go to Green Bay because Green Bay beat Tennessee last night. They got the number one seed home throughout the playoffs, too. They clinched that because they beat uh, Tennessee last night in a snowstorm. And I, for me, uh, uh, Seattle, you might as well just stay home because if you go to Green Bay, you're going to lose at the Chiefs' head because no, no question. that place, no question. I, that I, I place is unbelievable. No. Oh, yeah, Lambo. <laughs> It's a very tough place to win. We've known that for many years. But I'm telling you right now, if the Saints or freaking Seattle have to go there, they could pull off an upset here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not but, saying the Packers uh, are the team to beat, but you never know. Uh, Justin, please yeah. go ahead. You were about to say you're about to say something now. Go ahead. Well, I, didn't, no, no, I was the same thing. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if you had to say mm-hmm. anything. Um, but uh, like I said. We were, uh, we were talking also, of course, about some big college games this week. We did mention, of course, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. Uh, John, I'll get your picks in a second. Fonzie, I'll get yours, too. Let's get your picks real quick. I mean, just overall, hypothetically, who is going to be the two teams playing for the championship two weeks from today in Miami out of these four? Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson. Who are your two that will be left standing and holding the prize at the end of the day? Who are you asking, J.D.? Good. Sorry. Uh, I'm asking Justin first. I'm going with Justin first. John, I'll go to you next. Fonzie, I'll go to you, and then I'll go with my pick. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Justin. Please tell us. About what? Who are the first, last four? Well, we got four teams. Yeah, who will be the two teams playing for the title? you got Alabama, Notre Dame in one bowl, Clemson, Ohio mm-hmm. State there. Who will be the two teams playing for the national championship in two weeks, in your opinion? I already made mine. Alabama, Clemson. I think it'll be again. Wait, uh, college football or M- yes. NFL? Yeah, yeah. No, college, college, college football. football. Yeah, college football. Yeah, yeah. college football. Yes. Uh, Not the score, just just the regular teams. Not, we don't need a score. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Texas? All right. I mean, it's, it's okay. No problem. I understand. 
we'll, we'll come back to you then. It's no problem. I don't know what you're saying, but uh, Texas is not in there, but that's okay. I mean, we understand. No problem. Uh, John, let's go to you with your thoughts, though. Georgia and Notre Dame. Notre Dame and who? Georgia. Georgia's in the Peach Bowl. Oh. This is John. This is between Alabama, Notre Dame, John got, and John's got the first Clemson. Right. John's got the fr- Clemson, Ohio yeah, State. and Clemson in Ohio State. Is a you got Notre Dame. Clemson. We'll give you Notre Dame. Okay, so Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Clemson. Clemson. Notre Dame Clemson. Okay, interesting. Ooh, for the third time. Wow. For the third that could happen too. That could that happen. That could happen too. That that could happen. You're right. Good pick, John. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you. I'm going to go with Alabama and Clemson. The winner of the whole thing will be Alabama. Yeah, Nobody's going to beat yeah. Alabama. Yeah. No, no one. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked they lose against Notre Dame. Seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look, but I don't the, think well, it's going to happen. Well, looking at the spread, I mean, Clemson's fair by eight going into Friday. <laughs> they have a fair by 18. Yeah, seven and a half, eight points. Now the thing is, though, eight. We got, like I said. However, we also got, like I said. However, uh, like I said, however, a fourteen, sixteen point favorite. However, by Alabama, and Alabama's just going to run all over Notre Dame. Oh yeah, all mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a laughable JD. Yeah. Oh, that game is going to be a laughable. <laughs> now we were supposed to have the military bowl today, huh? Like I said, and now, of course, we got some other games coming up in bowl season this week. Let's talk about them very quickly while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, however. Of course, the first one, of course, is going to be tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, Oklahoma State and Miami in the cheese Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, however. That'll be the cheese Bowl at 5 Cheese! Yeah, didn't we lock you into a dumpster once? I got out. Yeah, I think we have some whippets laying here somewhere. But uh, let's take a look at the bowl games, however, this week, however, ladies and gentlemen, we got uh, some interesting bowl games coming up, of course. And here's the bowl schedule for this week, in case anyone is curious. Of course, we saw what happened on Saturday. Of course, Liberty lost their perfect season, 37-34 in the Cure Bowl, in the Lending Tree Bowl. Georgia State beat Western Kentucky, 39-21. And Louisiana beat UT San Antonio, however, 31-24. But here are the bowl games this week. On uh, tomorrow night, it will be Oklahoma State and Miami and Texas and Colorado in the Alamo Bowl in San Antonio. Wednesday, <clears throat> excuse me, we have a double dip, however, view set at noon, however, with Wake Forest and Wisconsin and Charlotte in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. <coughs> Excuse me. The Con Bowl, however, should be a great game. I'm looking forward to seeing this game. Oklahoma and Florida, of course, in AT&T Stadium Wednesday evening. Thursday, of course, we got a big day of bowl games, including, however, the Armed Forces Bowl at noon, Ball State at San Jose State at 2 p.m. in the Arizona Bowl, West Virginia Army at 4 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, in the Liberty Bowl live from Memphis, and Arkansas and TCU Thursday evening in the Texas Bowl. Now, we told you about some of the games that are happening on Friday, including the championships, but here are two other bowl games that will happen on Friday. At noon, live from Atlanta, ladies and gentlemen, it will be Cincinnati and Georgia in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. And at 1 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, on ABC, live from Orlando, ladies and gentlemen, at the Citrus Bowl, it will be Auburn in Northwestern. Could this be Pat Fitzgerald's last game, or will he be staying at Northwestern? That remains to be seen. Uh, we did hope we did lose the heartbreak with Fonzie. Hopefully, we'll be back with him in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Also on Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, we got some big games coming up, including these ones: the Gator Bowl at noon. However, it'll be North Carolina State and Kentucky. However, in Jacksonville, Ole Miss and Indiana in the Outback Bowl at 12:30. 
4 o'clock, however, ladies and gentlemen, will be Oregon and Iowa State in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. That should be a great game. And at 8 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, from Miami, it'll be Texas A&M and North Carolina in the Capital One Orange Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. So those are just some of the games you will be seeing, however, this week in bowl season as we continue to celebrate the 2020 slash early start of 2021, however. So that being said, we will definitely let you know about that. Uh, some other news to report, as we mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, as Fonzie reported, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a big, big game coming up tonight, however, ladies and gentlemen, Buffalo and New England will be playing each other, however, ladies and gentlemen, if you will, however, but what will be a very interesting contest, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as that goes, however, but guys, we're going to talk about 2021 and what 2021 may be like, however, in the wrestling world and in general, John, I will start with you first, what do you expect to happen in 2021 as we start the new year off with a bang? I expect WWE and AEW to perform well. Yes. I also expect um, the world to be back in the best, the fans to be back as well. Hope, oh, yes, indeed. Good point. Yeah. And hopefully we can get this pandemic under control again. I would agree. Very good point. Very, very, very good point indeed there, John. I would have to agree with you there. No question about it. Uh, very good points indeed. Uh, I would have to agree with you on uh, some of those fonts, though. No question about it, however. Uh, Justin, let's go to you next, Tower. What do you expect to uh, happen in 2021? Um, I, um, uh, the, uh, I, um, I bet you it's going to be just garbage in WWE. Yes. Anything else you want to add? Good. Anything else? Good. We'll go Next year will be the 30, 30th anniversary of Macho Man proposing to Miss Elizabeth and the Stone Cold turning heel in line with Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania 17. Yes. And the end of the Monday Night Wars. Yes, indeed. And also, what's that? Gummy. St. John? Gummy, my 30th birthday as well. Wow. Yes. I'll be 45 next year. Yeah, we'll be celebrating your 30th birthday in March. That's right. I'll be 32. I'll be 32. Um,. Wait, um, hold on. I'll be 30. Oh, next year I'll be. Wait, let me check my calculator. I'll be. See. Okay. I'll be. Yeah, I'll be 33 next year. Nice. Very nice. That is good. Yeah, John, you'll be said. You said you'll be hitting the big 3-0 mark, Howard, in March. I remember. So that'll be that'll be yeah. an exciting time. No question. That'll be an exciting time indeed. No question about it. However, uh, definitely. As we said, we also hope to hear from uh, some other big names, ladies and gentlemen. However, uh, here in just a few moments, including the uh, let's just say the man who wears uh, a Santa outfit and likes to uh, parade in his 27 dresses, he will be joining us hopefully here in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. Of course, also some other names. I'm looking right now. Taking a look at some of the other people we lost this past year. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, a lot of other big names we lost this past year. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we mentioned some of them already. We're going to talk about some more, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, who uh, passed away this past year, including, ladies and gentlemen, Ed Kooky Burns. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, Robert Conrad from Wild Wild West, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as we said, however, uh, let's see, who else did we lose this year? We lost some other big names, ladies and gentlemen, including, uh, as we mentioned, however, uh, Phyllis George, ladies and gentlemen, fellow uh, broadcaster, ladies and gentlemen, however, from CBS, of course, his former show, The NFL Today. Uh, composer Jerry Herman, ladies and gentlemen. Terry Jones of the Monty Python Trilogy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as we said, John Lewis, civil rights leader, ladies and gentlemen. Little Richard, of course, ladies and gentlemen, earlier this year. Uh, Eddie Haskell. I'm back, J.D. Okay, no problem. Welcome back, Fonzie. We lost him in May, of course, at the age of 76. Uh, Carl Reiner, we mentioned him, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Bonnie Pointer of the Pointer Sisters, ladies and gentlemen. Earlier this year, we lost her at the age of 69. However, one month shy of her 70th birthday. Kenny Rogers, the music guy, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Max von Sindow, ladies and gentlemen. I love his music. I love Kenny Rogers. Yes. I remember he had his own resta- restaurant when I was a kid. Yes, yes, the Kenny Rogers Fried Chicken Shack. Yes, indeed. John Saxon, earlier this Kenny month. Kenny Rogers uh, Roasters. Middle of July, who was known as Roper, ladies and gentlemen, in the movie Enter the Dragon. We lost him. Uh, Tom Seaver and Don Shula, as well as Commissioner David Stern of the NBA, those three legends we lost this year. Uh, Lyle Wagner, the Carol Burnett Show this year. Fred Willard, actor. Uh, just recently, Chuck Yeager, ladies and gentlemen. And Betty Wright, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, famous singer who we lost, of course, ladies and gentlemen, back in May, however, in her hometown. Uh, she was, of course, uh, the hits as a cleanup woman, and tonight is the night, ladies and gentlemen. So those are just some of the big names we have lost throughout the 2020 campaign. So it has been a pretty crazy year. Uh, of course, in the sports world, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we saw what happened. Uh, we saw the Kansas City Chiefs win their first Super Bowl since 1970, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, that happened in Miami earlier this year to San Francisco. That was a very interesting thing that did occur, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. Uh, in the Super Bowl, we also saw the L.A. Lakers win the NBA championship. We also saw, of course, the L.A. Dodgers win the World Series, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And we saw Dustin Johnson win the green jacket at Augusta, ladies and gentlemen, back in November. Uh, so, yeah, we had a lot of things happen in 2020 in the sports world, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. So those were just some of the headlines that did happen during the course of the year. Also, we saw the Tampa Bay Lightning win the Stanley Cup playoffs, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, of course, by beating the That was a fluke. That was a fluke. I think, I think it was. I think it was. I think they had a pretty good. Like I said, I think they, had, like I said, a pretty good uh, run at the cup house. Okay. Uh, uh, JD, uh, I have a little bit to tell you. I have two things to tell you. One, please go ahead. I have a, a breaking news I just got after I accidentally hang up on you guys by accident. Um, the game tomorrow, Pitt pit at Duke, is postponed because of the Corona uh, 19. Okay, so, yeah. so that game is postponed. Tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, I'm, can I call you? Can I call the the, the show in a little bit? I'm taking a shower, so I just yeah, want to try to get back on before 5:30. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I'll be back. Up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I'll not, just just text me. If not, just text me. Yeah, I'll be back on. Okay. Okay. Don't take too long. All right. Good. All right. No problem. Take yep. your time. Okay. All right. All right. The heartbreak kid Fonzie now has to step out for a few minutes here, so we will be back with him in just a few moments. We thank him for coming on the line. And as Fonzie reported, ladies and gentlemen, according to reports now, it looks like that the Pitt Duquesne basketball game has now been canceled for tomorrow night. Apparently, it was supposed to be, however. 
believe it or not, at 8 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. And now I'm reading the reports now, what Fonzie said, ladies and gentlemen, it has now been postponed as apparently COVID testing is within the Panthers program. They're saying now, apparently, Jeff Capel, however, mind you, who tested for the virus literally, uh, literally nine days ago, but was um, did miss the team's flight, or did not, should I say, did not coach the team, however, last Tuesday night, however, basically, however, according to reports, was supposed to be back on the sideline tomorrow night. But now that is not going to be the case, however, and as a result, however, no makeup date has been announced, however. As a result, Fonzie did report the stadium that this has been confirmed now, according to KDK Channel 2, KDK CBS, however, that after a positive test, subsequent quarantining and contract tracing within the program, however, the conference said in a release, however, the team is adhering to the outline protocols within the ACC Medical Advisory Group report. So apparently the game between Pitt and Duke will not be played tomorrow night at 8 p.m. as originally thought. So instead, Pitt now will be playing, however, on Saturday, I believe, unless something happens before Saturday against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish here in Pittsburgh. But that game might be up in the air as well. We will continue to update you with this story. However, we can also tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there has been no report yet on what matches will happen tonight on Monday Night Raw. They have not listed anything yet. However, it is about 4.15 p.m., and you think they would be announcing matches for right now, but unfortunately, I guess because of what's happened, Howard. I hope that Bray Wyatt's father do not come to the Legends Night next next um the shitty Legends Night next um month next Monday. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But we can tell you, Howard, that last week, Howard. I'm talking. You know, I'm talking. You know, you know, I'm talking about IRS. Uh huh. Well, we did see that these did see that these matches were on main event last week, ladies and gentlemen. It was Reckoning, Mia Yim, Howard with Retribution, Ollie, Teabag, however, yeah, Teabag, Mason, Slapdick, uh, taking on Nikki Cross, however, Reckoning won in five minutes, aka Mia Yim, and then, ladies and gentlemen, Lindsay Dorado with Grand Metal Inc. took on a Ninja Akira Tozawa. Akira Tozawa won in seven or seven and a quarter minutes. So there you go. Those are just some of the matches that did occur last week on main event. It is 4.15 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to try to get an update here, ladies and gentlemen, here about what we will see coming up on AEW Dark tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, how we have heard, however, that there are, <coughs> excuse me, about 13 matches listed for the show. But in case anyone did not see, ladies and gentlemen, how earlier today on YouTube, how on beingthelelite.com, the entire Dark Order, Long John Silver, Colt Cabana, and the rest of the Dark Order, Evil Uno, Stu, Don't Call Me Dick Burt, or Grayson, how are, ladies and gentlemen, all paid tribute along with Anna Jane, Tay Conti, and the entire wrestling world, too, throughout the week, how has paid tribute, however, to one of the most unique guys we mentioned again, John Huber, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brody Lee, who, of course, passed away tragically and sadly, as we said, Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, at the age of 41. Right now, like I said, it's 4.15. We're hoping to hear from some more people. Guys, I'll ask you as we continue on, however, uh, I hope you both had a great Christmas, and uh, hopefully a new year will be the same way. But i got to ask you, and I'll start with you, John, first, as far as Christmas goes, uh, how was your holiday? Pretty good. And uh, Justin, what about you? It was good. I um, mom made me some uh, Christmas cookies. Nice, very nice. I can't complain about mine. Mine was pretty good too. I mean, I thought mine was pretty good. However, I thought mine was pretty decent. However, in a way, I mean, I, like I said, went to my sister's Christmas uh, night. However, 
for dinner, and then Christmas Eve was pretty well okay here at the house. I mean, I didn't do too much myself. It was uh, decent for the most part, so I can't complain. Mine was pretty good, too. So, uh, mine was pretty good. Uh, let's see here. Um, done. <laughs> I'm just saying there's anything else we can uh, just trying to throw out there again. We were hoping to hear from some more people. However, like I said, we were hoping to hear from one of our uh, former colleagues, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, who was supposed to call in today, but I guess he had gotten delayed, and that's understandable. Uh, I did hear, of course, over the weekend, of course, uh, of ladies and gentlemen, in fact, I heard it earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, that apparently Wonder Woman is going to be doing a third movie, ladies and gentlemen. According to reports, how the movie grossed $17 million domestically and $85 million globally thus far after debuting on HBO Max, however. Uh, surprisingly, however, believe it or theaters. not, however, in theaters, yes, they're hoping to have it in theaters, uh, like I said, but we heard it was a pretty good movie, if you will. Uh, also, I don't know if you guys saw. Did you guys see the trailer, the pictures of uh, the new Coming to America two movie that will be coming out in March? Did you guys uh, see that one? Nope. Justin, did you get a chance to check it out? Yeah, I did. Your thoughts? I liked it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty good. And you know what? We're going to play a soundbite of that, actually, believe it or not. We're going to play uh, a little bit of a sneak preview of that, however, before uh, we have anyone else call in, however. So let's uh, dig that up, ladies and gentlemen, however. So here is the trailer. They pop up in the last minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll play it for you right now. But here is the Coming to America 2 trailer that uh, aired, believe it or not, however, that will be coming out next March. And, of course, you can check it out right now on Amazon Prime. Uh, for the time being, and hopefully it'll be out in theaters next summer or sometime early next year. But here's a soundbite of the clip that aired actually last Tuesday when it made its world premiere online, as we play it for you right now here on Raw Radio. I must heed my words before I'm gone, my son. Apparently we're having a tough time with the sound, so let's try one more time. We're, we're definitely having a tough time, people, so bear with us. Let's try one more time from the beginning. I must heed my words before I'm gone, my son. The Fiend. You will be king. The throne must pass to a male heir. It appears you have a son. You must be found. Prepare the royal chair. We are going back to America. Oh, 
Hell no, your majesty. Come on. I'm back. Say it again. Good to see you. Well, I be damned. Look who done come up in here. Hey, it's Kunta Kinte and Ebola. Famine and blood diamond. Nelson Mandela and Winnie. So hungry babies with the flies on the face. Hey, oh, 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 that's too much now. You stepped over the line now. We won't be talking that kind You're going to get out of my chest. Politically incorrect. So what you doing back here, Hotel Rwanda? I'm back. And that will be coming out, ladies and gentlemen, of course, on March the 5th, just two days before John's birthday, or actually not that far away from John's birthday, if you will. Guys, talk about yourselves again. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm here. I can hear you. Now, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, however, we have uh, some other news to discuss, however, and of course we will discuss, however, here and now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, however. One of the things that I will discuss, obviously, however, is uh, what happened exactly, and John, you brought up one of the memories, however, and I'll get everyone's thoughts here. The infamous streak, however, and the so-called finger poker doom that followed the week after. I will ask uh, you first, John, your thoughts about that memory, how uh, those two occurrences that uh, did occur, and uh, those two incidents, if I could ask you. That definitely did WCW in. Certainly. Certainly. No question about that. I would agree with you there. Uh, thank you very much, sir, John. Uh, Justin, what about you? About what? The finger poke of doom. Uh, that was the worst thing in Nitro. Worst. That's how WCW started to fail. Yeah. I know you hit the button. 
<laughs> I thought we were in from someone else. And now joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, is the one person we thought we were going to hear, at least from one of our callers, however, we have not heard from this gentleman quite some time, so we welcome him here to our final show of the year as we are waiting to hear his questions and answer his questions in more ways than one, ladies and gentlemen. It is our good friend from Shaler, Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tony. So, Tony, we would like to wish you Happy New Year to everyone, and we are ready for your questions, so by all means, fire away. Happy New Year to everybody there. Uh, yes. What did you think of the Steeler game yesterday, J.D.? Did you talk about that at all? We did discuss that, and I'll tell you, they were, I just mentioned it a little bit ago. I would say they were very lucky, very, very lucky, because, I mean, you come from down 17, similar to the last week, however, and you pull it out, however, I mean, they should be thankful that they still won this game. The only thing is now they're going to have to win Sunday, and I think with Cleveland Howard and their uh, season on the line, they're going to have to really just go out there and play the way they're supposed to play, and that is just hard-nosed football. If they can knock out Cleveland next week, I mean, so much the better. We'll have to wait and see what happens. I mean, right now, at this point, we'll have to wait and see what happens. So, but I do think that next week, they will beat Cleveland. Mark my words. Now, if they beat Cleveland, they might go far in the playoffs then, but you never know. I think they were no, lucky to win yesterday. Yeah, they were lucky to win I, yesterday. They were lucky, I will give you that, but I don't think they're going to go far. I said it before before you came on. I think Kansas City is still the team to beat in the NFC. Oh, yeah. If there's someone behind them, it's them all the way. And then if I'm putting a number two right behind them, it's definitely Buffalo and Josh Allen. I mean, we saw what happened two weeks ago in Buffalo. I think they're kind of the, uh, let's just say, the sleeper pick, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. The, the, style, of, I, uh, the style of play the Steelers have is like 20 years old, you know? Oh, it yeah, just, it, it just, is. It's, it's, it's just not, it's not, what you, which, it's not what you see winning pro teams do. And they have no running no. game to go along with it, so that's that's bad. Yeah, no, they were lucky to win yesterday. And, and the run game is last in the division. I will get you out on this. I will say, and I did mention a little baseball earlier, too, and we talked about the Josh Bell trade, and I did mention it with John. I do think you're going to see another trade coming in the next week to 10 days. I think the Pirates are the next person they're going to shop. If they don't shop him yet, is going to be the Gregory Polanco or Jameson Tayon. Mark my words. It's well, happen. how are you going to shop Polanco? He's, got, he's injured. <laughs> Well, they could wait until he's healthy, but I do think that if they get an offer before uh, spring training uh, and Polanco heals up power prior to spring training or the start of spring training, you're going to see him out the door. I do think Taylon is gone, though. I do think Taylon is going to be one of the guys you're going to see him out of the rotation and not longer up to be a member. Well, yeah, how can, how can he come back with all those injuries? You know, His chances of well, being a good pitcher again are mighty slim. Yeah, and you know? plus, I think, I mean, I read yesterday, I mean, he wants to go elsewhere, but again, the Pirates are just trying to slash payroll left and right. They've already done it with uh, Bell and his salary. They've already done it with Archer, and now you're going to see two more guys on the chop block. We're going to be down to a $30 million payroll, I guarantee you, by the middle of February. Mark my words. Well, the worst trade made recently had to be to get Archer. I mean, he's a nice oh, guy. No, but, I like him, but he. Yeah. but that was a terrible trade. Terrible. Yeah, you gave up two good guys in, in that deal for Meadows yeah. and Glass now, however. And talking about Tampa Bay, I mentioned Tampa was making a trade earlier. They're going to be making a trade here, which, I again, I don't understand. They're giving up one of their future young guys in Blake Snell to go to San Diego to try to compete with L.A., but I'll tell you right now, if they think that Snell's going to be the answer to their issue and problems, however, maybe that's the case. 
I don't see it happening to be a big trade. Because I'll tell you right now, mark my words, the big trade you're going to see more than anything, it's coming after the first of the year, it's either going to be a trade or a free agent signing. Trevor Bauer, the Reds pitcher, he is going to sign a big, big deal with Los Angeles. Mark my words. I have it on good knowledge from some people out in L.A. telling me mm. that the Dodgers okay. are right now to buy him in his contract. And if they get him, the Dodgers are going to repeat his champs. Mark my words. Mm. Okay, so, okay, J.D. All right. Then. All right. Okay, bye-bye. All right, it's our friend Tony from uh, Sheila PA. And uh, guys, as I said, I mean, Trevor Bauer right now, you talk about a big free agent, guys. The Dodgers are looking at maybe signing him, but uh, Justin, I'll go to you first before I go to John. Uh, we talked about Blake Snell just now. He could be going to San Diego in a big trade with Tampa Bay in the next few days, but Trevor Bauer, the Reds pitcher, could be heading to Los Angeles. Does this change everything for the National League as we know it going into the new year? So. I agree. All right, John, we appreciate that. Thank you. But go ahead, uh, Justin, you were saying something. Go ahead. I think so. Yeah, I would agree. Well, like I said, we'll see what happens, huh? We'll see what happens, huh? We'll definitely see what happens, huh? I mean, it's going to be interesting to watch, huh? No question about it, huh? I mean, like I said, I mean, uh, I've been hearing a lot of rumors, uh, but he's one of the big names to watch out for. We've also heard George Springer possibly could be traded, Howard, to the Mets, Howard. I mean, he is still out there uh, in free agency. I mean, surprisingly, no one has made a play for him yet. And uh, apparently the Detroit has reported, however, in their newspaper a few days ago, why that the Tigers should need a bat like uh, George Springer. But uh, we've also been looking at the last few days on... Uh, like I said over the last week, uh, who might be going after Springer besides the Mets? Uh, one team that is being shown interest in, obviously, could be Toronto. It also could be possibly maybe the Boston Red Sox. We don't really know yet, uh, as I mentioned. But the Mets, okay, the Mutzhauer could take him. However, Trevor Bauer, as I mentioned, folks, I mean, you talk about a young guy who's only 29, folks. And uh, like I said, in fact, one of the people said in NBC Sports today, however, said why Bauer would embrace the challenge of taking down uh uh, L.A., however. Uh, like I said, he won't sign a one-year deal. He wants a big, whopping deal, however. And I think he wants something like something I heard four or five years at $50, $60 million. Again, I don't know what's going to happen, folks, but we're going to have to wait and see what happens. There's going to be a lot of, uh, let's just say, scuttlebutt going on here in the next few days, however. But I can tell you right now, how we'll see what happens, however. Uh, that being said, only time will tell. Also, we have heard, ladies and gentlemen, that last week, however, there was a new name, however, for the Oakland Coliseum, the Alameda County Coliseum. It is now going to be called, however, Ring Central Coliseum, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, they will be signing the deal later this week to make the name all but official. So there you go. Uh, we will definitely be keeping up to date with that, folks, as we said. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we heard, however, uh, last week, ladies and gentlemen, of course, speaking of... Uh, uh, incident excuse me, that did occur last week in uh, college football. A Utah freshman, ladies and gentlemen, however, Ty Jordan was killed at North Texas the age of 19 due to a shooting. Uh, he was, of course, uh, shot to death late last Friday night, early Saturday morning, however, this past week. However, our thoughts and prayers over Mr. Jordan's friends and family and uh, teammates, if you will. Very heartbreaking, to say the least. Again, Ty Jordan passing away at the age of 19 due to a gunshot wound, if you will, that did occur last week. 
Uh, right now it's 4.30 p.m., however, we were hoping to hear from some more people, but I guess not. However, we're going to wrap things up pretty soon, however, mind you, but we want to remind you that next week, folks, however, we will be starting 2021 off with a bang, no pun intended, ladies and gentlemen, here on Raw Radio, as we will give you some of our favorite moments, however, of the uh, Royal Rumble of over the years, however, and maybe play, uh, let's just say, however, who we think will be the sole winner of the Rumble this year, and also who we think will be in matches heading into the first show of 2021. You definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes, however. So uh, definitely uh, you want to check that out for sure. Uh, other than that, I don't think we have too much else to discuss. Uh, John, I'm going to leave it to you real quick, however. If you have anything else you want to throw out, go ahead. And then I'll turn it over to Justin, and then we'll uh, wrap this thing up, however, a little early, however, and call it a day, however, unless anyone else wants to say anything, however. So go right ahead. Nope. All right. Uh, thank you very much, John. But uh, we also want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, again, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, tonight at 11 p.m. on John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated. John will have a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, including the memories of Bray Wyatt, ladies and gentlemen. He will discuss that, ladies and gentlemen, on the show. He will also give you his final raw thoughts of the year, ladies and gentlemen, as far as 2020 goes and what he hopes to see in 2021. You definitely want to check that out, ladies and gentlemen, however, coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen. That will be a very interesting show. Of course, don't forget, also, Wednesday night, John will have the final AEW NXT Wednesday Night War breakdown, ladies and gentlemen, however, on the same day, ladies and gentlemen. And you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes, however. Uh, Justin, do you have anything you want to add real quick before we wrap things up here? Uh, let's see. Uh, no, I hope the thing wins next. Um, the thing's my prediction. My thing is should win the Royal Rumble. It's my wait. The thing very wide should win is my prediction to win the Royal Rumble. And my other prediction to win the Royal Rumble is Keith Lee, but I don't think that's going to happen for Keith Lee to win I the Royal Rumble. Him. Yes, I hear you. I hear you. There's a lot of people talking about that. No question about it. Very good point indeed there. However. Uh, but we will talk about it, as you know, of course. Uh, we'll definitely be watching very carefully. Uh, with that said, folks, how I agree with you both, how and I do want to thank you both as well as the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie coming on, ladies and gentlemen. And we also do want to thank our friend Tony from Shaler PA. And as I said earlier today, I do want to thank all of you for listening. What has been a great 2020 campaign. We will be back next week to start 2021 off with a big bang, no pun intended. And also give you our thoughts of old school Raw and whatnot. We do not have any matches listed yet for Raw tonight. At the moment, it is 4.35 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, so they have not listed anything yet, however. But with that said, we are now going to go to our Raw Ratings and Predictions for the final show of the year, however, and also our thoughts about the Monday Night Football score between Buffalo and New England. With that said, however, I will turn it to John for first, however, as he will give us his Raw Ratings and Predictions, and then he will give us our Monday Night Football score between Buffalo and New England. The game is in New England, however. So, John, with that said, let's go to you right now with your thoughts, however, on both of these things, please. I'm going to go with uh, Buffalo beating New England 27-13. to All right. Mm. I don't know what's going to happen on Raw, but I think they dropped down a little bit. All right, what is your rating? What is your main event prediction? 1.4, and I don't know about the main event either. Probably going to be a triple threat women's tag match. Very well. Okay, good point. Thank you very much. 
Alright, thank you. Sorry about that noise there, guys. Uh, thank you very much, John. Alright, uh, Justin, go ahead with your thoughts, and then I'll give you my thoughts as well. I'm going to go the same as John's. Score-wise and uh, prediction-wise? Hmm? I'm saying score-wise score, score -wise and prediction-wise. I'm asking Justin, uh, uh, same score and same prediction then, basically? Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, sir, Justin. And then I'll go with my thoughts, too, folks. I'm going to say 129. I think you're going to see something involve Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. I think they're going to start teasing it a little bit for the Rumble. As far as the score goes, I think Buffalo wins big. I think Cam is going to have a rough night, I think, at home. He's had a really rough 2020 year, however, let's just say since he left Carolina. I think Josh Allen and them are going to go pass happy on them, and Stephon Diggs has a big monster night. I think Buffalo dominates this game big, 37-14. I think that's going to be my score for the night. So, there you go. All right, thank you very much there, guys. And as always, we do thank you all, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, what has been an exciting 2020 campaign. However, I do want to thank all my guys today, including the Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid, and, of course, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis, plus Tony from Sheila, PA. Folks, we hope you had a great Christmas, and hopefully you will have a wonderful and safe, happy New Year, however, as we are wrapping things up here on the final show of 2020, however. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, looking at the calendar, however, ladies and gentlemen, I'm looking at it right now here, uh, we are going to be hitting some historic marks going into the new year, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, however, here on episode 273, however, we will start 274 with a big bang, no pun intended, next week, however, ladies and gentlemen, as we're going to count down the shows heading into episode 300, which is less than three and a half months away, and it could be falling on John's birthday. You never know, folks. We'll definitely be letting you know about that, but we will keep you up to date with that being said. So... Unless uh, we have one final thought from anyone, however, we're going to close up the shop, however, and turn out the lights, however, and turn the key loose, however, at least until uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, however. But uh, again, I uh, hope everyone has a wonderful and safe, happy New Year holiday, however, if everyone uh, doesn't party too hard, let's just say, if you will, however. But uh, definitely have a class of champagne and just enjoy yourself and uh, be thankful for a lot of things, however, as we are coming to the tail end of 20. 20 going into 2021, hopefully in the right direction, however, rather than the wrong direction. It's been going backwards for far too long. So, folks, we will talk to you again next week, ladies and gentlemen, here on Raw Radio, episode 274, as we said. Um, again, real quick, I just want to ask my guys one more time before we turn out the lights and get ready to uh, just finish up sweeping here in the store. However, guys, are we all good for, until next week? Yep. Dustin, you good? I do want to thank every and I do want to thank everyone for letting me come on twenty twenty for letting me do this show too. And I hope all of us have a good twenty twenty one. No matter how near or far, we are gonna get rid of this virus hopefully soon enough. Well said, John, again, very good point indeed. Justin, uh, you want to uh, take us home with anything else you want to add before we wrap up 2020? Uh, no. All right. 
All right. Thank you very much here, Justin. And John, well said indeed. We will definitely be checking out John Gross Wrestling and Sports Incorporated tonight, Howard, with your uh, panel, including Jordan Stoffelis, ladies and gentlemen, the King of Clubs from Patel. Justin will be there. I'll try to make it. And the rest of the gang as well, including Anthony Chobot, ladies and gentlemen, will be there, ladies and gentlemen, however, and also the rest of the gang as well. So uh, as we take you out tonight a little early, Howard, ladies and we're going to have some music playing for you, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, let's just say. So let's uh, turn it up a little bit here, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. I'm just going to try to pick some songs here uh, to close this out, ladies and gentlemen, however. Mind you, however. Uh, first off, we're going to take you back to a really good tune, however, that everyone will like this one, however. Uh, like I said, however, let me see. I'm just trying to get, there you go. Right now, we're going to play for you a little bit of uh, music here, ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap up the uh, year in style. First, we'll uh, play the first song for you from Tears from Fears from 1985, ladies and gentlemen, and Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and then we'll close it out. With oh, I love that song. Yes, we're going to play that here yeah, in one of our real songs. Genius. To close out the Yes, it was from the movie Real Genius, yep. So we're going to play that for you, and then we're going to close it out in style how a little Sammy Hagar and I don't know from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, ladies and gentlemen, or maybe something else from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So let's play a double slide here, ladies and gentlemen, as we uh, wrap up things here in style and get ready to celebrate the new year in style. So let's kick it off with Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world as we start our uh, year-end celebration in style. So here we go in our first of our double shot two for two uh, Monday here on Raw Radio as we say goodnight to you here on episode 273. And give it a second here. It's just queuing up here, guys, so hang on. Okay, here we go. We're ready to go with our first song. There we go.
That was the first of our three shots, however. We got our next song coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however. And you're going to like this one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so let's put that up next, ladies and gentlemen. It is John Parr with Restless Heart from the movie The Running Man, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jesse Ventura, and the late Richard Dawson. So here's Restless Heart from 1987.
And that was Sean Paul with Wrestle's Heart. And we're going to close it out with a little favorite of mine, ladies and gentlemen, a little Sammy Hagar, ladies and gentlemen, however. Fast Times Ridgemont High soundtrack. We're going to pick a tune out of that archives, however, here in just a moment later, ladies and gentlemen. So you want to stay tuned as far as that, ladies and gentlemen, however. And uh, I think everyone's going to like this song, however. Let's see here. Uh, where can I find it, however? Uh, uh, oh, yes. Here we go. Alright, here we go. I just had it a second ago. Bear with me, guys. Sorry about that. I'm trying to, trying to get this uh, thing here. So, bear with me here. Uh, da Soundtrack. Okay, here. Okay, let's take a look here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, where is it? How are... Uh, uh, Okay. Okay, here we go. Jimmy Buffett actually was not Sammy Hagar. It's Jimmy Buffett with I don't know. So here is uh, Jimmy Buffett as we close out our last show of the year with a little JB action in I don't know.
And there you have it, folks. I don't know and Jimmy Buffett closing us out for the year. But before we do, we can tell you now, one match has now been listed for Raw tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It just came in moments ago. It will be the New Day, teaming up with Jeff Hardy and also the bro man himself, Matt Riddle, taking on the U.S. champion Bobby Lashley, MVP, Cedric Alexander, ladies and gentlemen, and, of course, Shelton Benjamin, the world's tag team champion. So apparently we got that going on. We are also trying to find out if there's anything else. In fact, however, there's a note, however. In fact, I'm reading this right now from 411 Mania, ladies and gentlemen. According to reports, however, WWE has yet to announce any matches, however, but they say, according to Fightful, they are now going to debut the new name of the Hardy Bros, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Fightful will report how I'm sure some more names, however, for the Legends Night show coming up uh, next Monday and more names for the Royal Rumble. So there you go. That is a preview of Raw. John, very quickly, let's get your thoughts. Okay. Anyone else care to comment real quick? Okay. Well, on that note, we're going to end it up here, ladies and gentlemen. John, I will talk to you later tonight, however. And ladies and gentlemen, as we said, have a safe and wonderful Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. We will talk to you guys again next week, ladies and gentlemen, with our first show of 2021. Have a great New Year. Stay safe, and here's to the end of the year, and here's to a brand new one. We'll see you soon, gang. Have a good one. Good night, everyone. Good night. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.